0: Hello, and welcome to Drunk on DCOMS, a podcast that I'm only doing right now because I'm obligated to be here.
1: Just Uh, my mom. The only person who listens.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is, this is probably my least favorite film that we've seen of all the films.
1: It had some severely disturbing imagery.
0: This should not have been on Disney Channel. This was PG. This is at least a PG-13 for me.
1: Oh yeah, it yeah. would have scared like the shit out of me as a kid. It yeah. was terrifying. Like I was like borderline scared, and I'm uh, 24 years old, so like I would have been terrified. I'm happy I missed that one as a kid.
0: The eyes on some of these aliens. Oh.
1: Stop. Horrible puppets.
0: Yes. They got Jim Henson's evil twin to do the puppetry here.
1: Did we say the name of the movie?
0: No, it's Can of Worms. Can of Worms. <laughs> in April 1999. I briefly thought this was a Halloween movie and I had uh, Amelia on standby because I'm going to make her be on every Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out in April of 1999, so she dodged it.
1: I will say the weird thing about it, though, is. Um... What am I going to say? There were a lot of pumpkins.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of pumpkins, and there was a Halloween dance.
1: So I think it was maybe technically like a Halloween movie that was released in April, but we'll let this one slide.
0: Yeah, I I feel like it doesn't fit the theme.
1: No, it's not like a true Halloween movie.
0: It was Halloween for the dance, but then they never spoke of Halloween again.
1: No, it wasn't like something, even like something that doesn't make any sense, like under wraps, like the... Mm -hmm. not care about Halloween, but they tried to tie it into Halloween in some way. Yes, tried to do that in this one. They were just like yeah. aliens are here. It's also Halloween. You're good at computers.
0: <laughs> now they said aliens are here about 45 minutes into the film.
1: Took way too long.
0: It's it's so slow. It's so slow. Do you want do you me? To- re- yeah, recap it.
1: All right, I took notes this time. So you open with what you find out is like a scene from the middle of the movie. But honestly, this mo- movie was so poorly made that I thought the opening scene was just the opening scene until about te- like 10 minutes in. And then I realized it was like a cut into the future and then yep. back into the movie sort of thing.
0: Very unnecessary.
1: Absolutely. So you you like start the movie with this scene that appears more towards the middle of the movie where Mike, uh, Mike, who is the main character, Mike Pillsbury... Pillsbury um, of the Pillsbury Fortunes. yep, no uh, boy,
0: so they pay for that satellite dish,
1: so they pay for that um he thinks he's on the wrong planet, he makes like yeah, he has this big satellite dish that he messes with, and like he's trying to send this message out in space, it's really whiny, like I'm fourteen, and nobody likes me, got from here, and then he like screams and it gets struck by lightning,, blah, blah, blah. um. And then, you kind of start and like you, you get the vibe that Mike's a strange kid.
0: Mike, is, you don't get that vibe. They they hit you over the head with that. <laughs> they hit you way over the head with that a couple times.
1: Right. So like first he's telling stories to I think the little boy is his friend's little brother.
0: It's his friend's younger brother, and yeah, Mike just rants bizarre stories at him about aliens. <laughs>
1: which the first story was just superman it was it's, just it's
0: superman. the superman origin story yeah it's it's about um an alien two alien parents who because of an invasion have to put their child on a spaceship and send him to earth and it's mm-hmm. just mike pretending he's superman
1: which i will we'll talk about this later um i have another thought about that so for then you kind of find yeah Mike is strange he's into aliens and computers but his dad wants a football boy so his dad makes him go play football which he like immediately gets uh, head trauma
0: yeah he gets just concussed to yeah. hell basically
1: Um they don't they have to go I think before the football game is actually computer class
0: Yeah uh it the order of this does not matter uh, No it Really. everything before the aliens could be in any order
1: no you're right i was right before so it was mike gets head trauma at his football game and everyone mm-hmm. hates him then his dad is working on the stock market from <laughs> their house and then mike puts a pig on the screen because that's how computers work because he was using up so much of that
0: ram he you said ram
1: the ram
0: <laughs> that's not how computers work
1: his dad's computers. He was using all of the RAM on both of them.
0: That's not how RAM works.
1: Nope.
0: I should know. I sold computers for six months.
1: And then his dad sits him down. He's like, are you sure you know want to be a football boy and not a computer boy? And Mike's like, that's no, I'm so a weird inside boy. And like yeah. his dad's like, all right. It's um, so weird. Then they go to computer class, and you find out there's Mike, who's a weird boy but good at computers. And then there's a boy who... They keep calling him, like, perfect. Like, he's handsome. He's he's just, like, an average-looking guy with a normal haircut who wasn't Mike.
0: He looks so boring. Yeah. Yeah, he's just got a crew cut.
1: Yeah, but he's, like, good at football. He's good at computers. What? And he's... He do both. The funniest part of this movie is the only two people you hear describe him as perfect are not any of the girls Nope. but both mike and his best friend are both like that guy's perfect
0: they're jealous also you're gonna talk about how they prank each other in class yes okay please do
1: they're doing this prank where they're like hacking each other's computers back and forth and being like you smell like trash (laughs) like Go ahead. You can tell a
0: little bit. Well, okay. no. I just want to say the way that they're hacking each other's computers is they each just insert a floppy disk.
1: <laughs> and he holds one up and he's like, "This is gonna be the big daddy." And he like yeah. shoves the floppy disk in, and it makes a bunch of pigs with Scott, the bad guy's face, pop up on the screen.
0: <laughs> yeah, but also it makes uh, the teacher get a message from Scott. Did you see this?
1: No. The message was from the principal. It just made the teacher leave.
0: Oh, I thought it was from Scott.
1: You just weren't paying attention. <laughs> like, I'm
0: gonna love. I'm gonna level with you. I was not paying close. T- By this point, I had realized that this was gonna be a rough hour and a half, mm-hmm. and I, I zoned out. I thought it was from Scott, and I was like, "That is that is a dark prank." Okay, continue.
1: All right. So after that all that happens, what, the main plot to take from that is, uh, Mike is mean to Scott, who is technically, like, the perfect football player, who you think is, like, kind of the bully. So then this cruel, cool girl named Caitlin, she, like, she sits next to them, doesn't really talk to them in class, but then that mm-hmm. afternoon shows up at Mike's house and goes right to his bedroom, Yep. which, again, we'll talk about these things later. And she just, she literally just came over to ask him if he would help with the dance, which, yeah, like, I you do that the next day at school?
0: Yeah. Um, she went out of her way to go to his house. You don't get that much time. Like, granted, you know, you get out of school at three o'clock. You've got until, let's say, like nine or 10. But you're mm-hmm. just not like, st- you're, how old are they? Like 13?
1: Yeah, they can't be like seniors. Yet. Doesn't look like so, like
0: she's either got to get a ride or bike to this kid's house. Like, mm-hmm. I. Sure. I it's a waste of time. You call him on the phone at most. This is a phone call at most.
1: Phone call at most. Um, then he offers to like help her with the dance, and then they do the dance. Blah blah blah. They start the dance. Mike is super weird at the beginning of the dance. so
0: weird. He describes the. Did you did you write down what how he what company he says put the the decorations together?
1: He was like. Mike Pillsbury, financial, like, <laughs> intergalactic <how> LLC. <else? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> With fenders on and like a headset. He looks like the biggest dork.
0: And everyone applauds that. And- I went to middle school. That would not have been applauded at no. any middle school in the entire world.
1: But the funny part about it was, it was like a Jeb Bush, please clap mm-hmm. sort of situation. Because he says it, and no one claps, and then he's like, come on! <laughs> then...
0: Yeah, it's awful.
1: So. Just
0: yeah. terrible. And also, their big their big thing that they put together is just, like, oh, yeah, a spinny good. thing in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to, like, it's how would tower. you describe it? Yeah, it's like a tower that just goes in a circle in the middle of the dance floor. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, but like, oh, go ahead. I was
1: just gonna say, the the, the main part of you know of the plot here is Scott has hacked the dance software, mm-hmm. so the tower yeah. in the middle of the floor just like goes out of control. It's like catches on fire. They have to spray it, and then when they're spraying the thing down, that's when Scott gets sprayed with uh, what's it called? Fire extinguisher. Fire
0: extinguisher stuff.
1: Stuff. And then he just, like, looks at everyone and runs out, even though, like, several people are like, Mike, like, it's okay, Mike. He's just like, (laughs) no, it's not okay.
0: He's got too much emotion.
1: Too much emotion. Um. So then he runs out, and then then you're back at the scene from the beginning of the movie. Yes. he He doesn't belong. And, like, literally, at one point, he's like, I wish someone would just listen to me once. Meanwhile, he has three good friends. His parents really aren't that mean. No, his parents
0: aren't mean at all.
1: And, like, that girl seems like she likes him.
0: Yeah, she's real into him.
1: Mm -hmm. There are several
0: moments where you're like, these two are going to kiss.
1: Mm-hmm. Spoiler. They don't
0: don't kiss because this is PG. It's PG. They could have kissed.
1: If they could put those puppets in this movie, yeah. they could have kissed.
0: Yeah, they could have kissed. No kid who watched this movie would have been like, those two kissed and that's disturbing. They, they would have been like, I have seen some terrifying nightmare stuff here.
1: I have some theories about, about why they didn't kiss. But let's get through this whole middle part. So okay. at this point, aliens start showing up. He has opened, yes. quote unquote, a can of worms. Which is, he's basically just like, opened up the galaxy to all start visiting him because he's yes. to be like a higher life form.
0: Yeah. This is infuriating to me, Jory. And I really, I feel like it needs to be addressed at no point in this movie about aliens. Is there a literal can of worms?
1: Well, no, I think because that's not what it's not.
0: It it's, was a, it? it's a metaphor. I know it's a metaphor, but I thought for sure it had a double meaning.
1: Nope.
0: I thought no. one of the aliens was going to be a can of worms and Okay. I'm going to pitch you a better movie. He opens a, a gateway to like his, his message is received by a can of worms, a literal can of worms. They come mm-hmm. to earth and help him with his problems.
1: I don't like that. Better movie. <laughs> better movie. Okay. So better the first, movie. The first alien that comes through is a dog that can talk. He's yeah. actually the only good alien that comes.
0: Yeah. Through. Although he seems like a villain for a while.
1: Yeah. I really thought he was, but he wasn't. Yeah. Um, then you just start getting these, like, really gross aliens. Like, the first one is, like, this slime monster alien that is absolutely revolting. Everything he's about, a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Um, and, yeah. I think that was supposed to be, like, a joke for the adults. But, like, yeah.
0: There's a lot of jokes about the entertainment industry <laughs> in, in, these, in these gross puppets. Yeah. And yeah. then
1: the dog tells... So the dog one, who is good, tells Mike that he needs to leave. Mike tries to go talk to Caitlin, but he tries to go talk to Caitlin and ask for a second chance. This, like, agent alien, like, harasses him and, like, freezes him and makes him hear his whole pitch about being his agent.
0: Yes. Again, entertainment industry humor is very, was very big with the kids in 1999. Oh, yeah. I know when I was seven, I I was thinking about getting an agent, and this movie really warned me off of agents
1: me too when i was
0: three
1: mm-hmm. um mom, mom, mom. and then just a bunch of other aliens start appearing like not much else significant happens other than the aliens and most of them are agents except this one pink adult lady alien who wants to date mike who is a child
0: it's real weird yeah there there's some adult themes
1: there are some adult themes um we'll t- we'll discuss later yeah So then, this is where it gets like really slow. Caitlin comes over and she sees the alien. that his friend, who I can't remember the name of, sees the alien. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Then the little brother gets taken by the evil alien because all the agent aliens disappear.
0: The Thode.
1: The Thode is the the villain, and um, all the other aliens like disappear when he shows up, and he takes Jake, which is the little boy, and then the only way they can actually get to the Thode is they have to ask Scott to come because he is, quote unquote, the perfect human specimen, which they keep saying. But the girl doesn't say it, Mm-mm. Mike keeps saying it
0: mm-hmm. over
1: and over. and yeah, then we'll get
0: to that in a minute.
1: We'll get to that in a minute. But luckily, Scott is actually as perfect as they think because the Thode takes him and then they get through the Stargate as well, which is what the, like, Portals are called as Stargate.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like in the movie Stargate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the you... TV series Stargate.
1: <laughs> Anything else?
0: Stargate SG-1? No. I think that was the thing. Stargate's okay. I saw, the, I saw the first Stargate. It's an okay film. All right, continue. All
1: right. So then you find out, even though they all went through the same Stargate, Jake and Scott, the perfect human specimen and little boy, are in an alien zoo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the other three, the Caitlin, Mike, and his friend are, I don't know, like, they're still in the zoo, but they come out in a different place, which they doesn't... Come out make-
0: on, like, the visitor's side. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, so then they have to figure out how to get, um, you know, their friends out. They use... They... I don't know. Mike uses this thing. He figures out he has they, this... They steal
0: house. a key off the Thode.
1: Oh, okay, and then he has to wave it in a certain pattern. Yeah,
0: so they steal a key off the thode. They can't figure out how to unlock the the, the zoo window door thing. Mm-hmm. And then Mike has like a, a, a mind conversation with the one alien who is the alien from his story.
1: Mm-hmm
0: who like it, apparently that's a real alien we'll get into yeah. that in a second yeah, uh, yeah and he realizes how to unlock the doors which is just to like wave this thing in front of them mm-hmm. And so they unlock the alien and then they go and they unlock their friends and you can pick it back up from there
1: they get their friends um i will say that one time at one point scott says something really weird about like like i can't tell if he's joking or not and they're like you're perfect, Scott. And he's like not as perfect as Mike, and you're
0: yeah. like, oh my god. I'm pretty What's sure that he that? says compared to Mike, maybe. I, I think don't. Know. I think it's I think it's that. But continue.
1: I'm sure a false narrative in my head. Um, okay. Goodbye. So they finally get everyone out. They get through, and like they they get back, and Mike figures out like he's trying to lock the Stargate with the key, mm-hmm. but the Thode is still coming through. And he gets there, and he, Mike just has to stall for a minute. And then Barnabas calls the Universal Police. Yes. Calls the cops. The cops come, and they just arrest the Thode. Like, it's as easy as that. That's they're, it. like, guns, and they're, like, put your tongue Here, back in the mouth.
0: Here's my question.
1: Yeah.
0: If the Universal Police are that easy to get, and they know that the Thode is committing crimes, this movie could have ended 20 minutes ago, If you had just called the Universal Police when you had first experienced the Thode issue,
1: because Barnabas's excuse was, "Oh, we can't call the police. This is beyond beyond Earth police problems." The first time they suggest calling the police, then he like then he calls the Universal Police. Yes. What the
0: hell? Call them the first time.
1: Also, when Mike is distracting the Thode. Uh, the toad wraps its like it's like a toad so it has like a long tongue and it wraps its tongue around Mike's ankle and when it has that like all the kids are holding him back but Scott has his arm like wrapped around Mike and I'm not trying to say anything here but I do have a theory why Mike doesn't kiss the girl Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: I know you were pushing this theory pretty hard throughout the film you kind of have me convinced I gotta say
1: I have some arguments at the end, too. Um, okay. So, you know, they the third goes to Jo. everything's yep. fine. At the end of the game, Mike has to say bye to Barnabas because he's going home, and Mike's decided that he's, he's a person, and he, which also I want to talk about. Is Mike an yeah. alien?
0: No, we'll get to that in a second. Let's finish, finish the... <laughs> we're so close to the end of the movie, <laughs> but then, yeah, we have to get into that.
1: But then just, like, Mike says, like, He, like, waves at Caitlyn and then talks to Scott. Here's also my theory. There is as much interaction, like, between the person you think he's flirting with the whole movie. The way he interacts with them after the final battle scene is almost identical. Yeah. He hugs Caitlyn and says goodbye after the battle. He hugs Scott and says goodbye. At at the football game, Scott is closer to him and Caitlyn, picks him up off the ground, and dusts his shoulder off. Caitlin
0: does
1: not do that. No. He's just on the sideline being like, yay, I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think I have. I think this movie had subtle gay undertones. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna be bold. <laughs> I,
0: I don't actually think they're that subtle. Um, I think once you see it, it's kinda hard to not see it.
1: hmm
0: Yeah, so I agree with you. I think somebody at some point uh in the production of this film was like hey scott put your arm around mike okay (laughs) good job let's just let's just test this out
1: uh so now the real question is mike a gay alien yes
0: all right i can't speak to the first one because he's like 13 (laughs) (laughs) but as and also you know that's for him to decide but also for the second one uh I think, yes.
1: His parents were not convincing me that they actually had him at the one point in the movie. And then he, like, he, like, had this weird connection yeah. with alien from the zoo.
0: How would he be able to, how would he know about the alien from the zoo? Because he knows the species name.
1: Yeah, and, like, they, like, locked eyes.
0: They locked They locked eyes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How would he know about the species from the, the alien at the zoo? And also, when he asks his parents if, he, if he's adopted, like, sure, his younger sister is like, yeah, you're adopted, they told me. But the the mom says, no, like, the mom isn't like, let's pull out a photo album so you mm-hmm. can see, like, that I, ha- I was pregnant with you.
1: Right, they're just like, no, no.
0: Take our word for it.
1: Yeah, like, we promise you, son. You weren't adopted. And that was it.
0: And that was it. And also, I think it's totally feasible that they're kind of laying the groundwork for a sequel here. And this is a series of books, I think. So maybe I might actually Google this.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Yeah. But it's possible that in a sequel, they would have revealed that he was an alien who had been, like, switched at birth.
1: I guess a big plot point I missed that is hitting me right now is the reason that all the aliens came to get him is they were supposed to... Be trying to take him back to like space with them, yeah, because he basically opened a legal contract with space when he like sent out the message with his machine. So he was gonna get sued by space if he didn't go to space.
0: It's so weird, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is a bad film, yeah. Um, now with that said, on IMDb, this movie has one review, okay, it is from july 2013
1: mm-hmm.
0: it is a 10 star review wow. wow out of 10. wow and it's titled the entrapment to our escape and this person says beautiful the- c chavez so probably uh caesar chavez oh, says, yeah beautiful movie great imagination and way of presenting common issues as the main character gets trapped in an environment that mimics his hometown, it does not quite replace it. This speaks to we as a society or individuals offer others a comfort area or object in order for others to feel at home. <laughs> However, we miss the most important things, which are the connections they, ha- they have to home, not home itself. The alien collects other creatures and provides them an environment which mimics their hometown. May genuinely be trying to help these creatures be happy, as they can do as they please in their restricted area. However, he does not see that solitude is not for everyone, and that objects such as a house is not as important. I'm, and I'm reading that this, this is this is exactly as it's written. Objects is not as important as the relationships they have and their day-to-day experiences. Many times, <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not done. Many times we too j- wish to just be abducted by aliens, if only for a moment, to not live in such a- <laughs> not live- This is a real review. This is a real review. To not live in such a chaotic world or have to face our fears. However, it is not until we realize that our world has more to offer than our presenting problems that we begin to value it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not a Real review Real review I, I watched it as a child and for several years still remains a great movie. Perhaps now the special effects may not be as powerful, but if you allow yourself to see the movie for what it is and allow yourself to see the movie for what it is and perhaps attempt to see it through a child's eye or through someone else who is eager to please others someone who wants to get away or someone who began their journey with something in mind and lost their purpose on the way, you may greatly enjoy the film.
1: Oh my God! Oh God! First of all, I don't think that person watched the same film we watched. Second of all, that person oh. needs a therapist, not an IMDB account. What are they trying to say?
0: Oh, I found more reviews, but that's the most upvoted one.
1: <laughs> oh, my god.
0: oh my god! Oh man, that was better than the movie. <laughs> it's better than the movie. Uh, I'm trying to find other Cesar Chavez. That's the only review they ever did. That's the only <laughs> review they ever
1: did. Honestly. <laughs> 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 Like ascended me to a different like plane of existence. Like I don't even know where it was there for a second.
0: <laughs> oh man. Anyway. So anyway, that
1: that that's is... not how I felt about this movie no. at all.
0: Okay, do you want to jump straight to to giving it a rating? Because I feel like Caesar Chavez here summed up the movie pretty well.
1: Beautifully. Um. What do we want to rate it out of?
0: number of cans of worms
1: <laughs> yes
0: okay do you want to go first or you want me to go first
1: um i'm going first i'm giving it like literally a zero it was i'm, so
0: bad. It was I'm bad. giving
1: <laughs> i'm giving
0: it a if i could give a negative score i would give this a negative score because i may have nightmares tonight as a result of the terrifying puppetry in this film
1: uh, absolutely absolutely
0: yeah. Also, we didn't talk about it. It gets a zero, but if we if we didn't talk about it, there are some adult scenes in this movie.
1: Yeah, it's just like there's some like weirdly tense stuff that I don't yeah. know if they meant to do it.
0: Nope. Either they either they they weirdly put some adult scenes in a movie for Disney Channel, or the director really missed the mark. Yeah.
1: Now when we say adult scenes, we just mean like there were points where we were always, like I don't like that.
0: This is, this <laughs> is weird. Yeah. We, yeah. I don't mean like R rated. I mean like this is a children's movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. But yeah, yeah. no, not good. Don't watch this movie.
0: Um, zero out of 10.
1: Zero out of 10. Can of worms because there were no cans of worms. No
0: happened. cans of worms. It really bugs me. Don't name the movie after a metaphor.
1: All that this movie can offer you is one phone <laughs> and one seemingly gay love plot. And uh,
0: yeah. Which was very bold for 1999.
1: Honestly, it was probably consumed differently in 1999. Like, no one probably were like, oh, those are just buddies. But it's 2021 now. So you're like, I don't yeah. know. I'm giving this
0: a second look. we yeah. got to get Caesar Chavez back on this. <laughs> See if they can uh, see if they can re-review they, it seven years they, down the line.
1: I was going to say they've been on retirement for seven years. Can we really pull them out to re-review?
0: I would love it if they reviewed all of these films along with us.
1: Let's find this person. They're I kind of want all-
0: to. Can we dox them? I don't know anything about <laughs> doxing someone.
1: We should talk about like, doxing someone on a podcast that goes up on you know, normal podcast listening places. I can't Listen. think of words.
0: Well, I don't know anything about doxing, so that's fine with me. All right. Uh, We're there's... not going to dox Shop
1: Shabbat to come do this podcast with us. But if they want to.
0: Oh, if they you. want to be on this pod, they can replace me.
1: No, no, no. You're I'd not kidding. Okay it. It.
0: You're not I'd be... Getting it. No, <laughs> I'd be okay.
1: Absolutely
0: not. All right. Fine. Oh. All right. I, I think we can call it there. Yeah, Zero out of ten. Long.
1: Zero out of ten. This was longer than I thought it was going
0: to be. Same. Zero out of ten. Never watch it.
1: No, do
0: no, no. All right.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.